If you're a window installer, keep it simple. Choose Anderson 400 Series Windows. They're the Cladwood Windows contractors trust the most. So much so, they're the windows contractors trust for their own homes. And with fewer callbacks, the choice is simple. It's Anderson 400 Series Windows. The windows contractors trust the most. Get started at andersonwindows.com today. Claims based on 2022 Anderson brand survey of U.S. contractors. Hello, everyone. I'm Charles Edmond. Welcome to Inside Braves Athletics. And we're talking Lady Braves volleyball with head coach Melissa Robinson. She's been head coach here since March of 2019. So that's three and a half years dealing with a young roster, dealing with COVID-19, and just a lot of changes, to say the least. A lot of players from all parts of the country, from California, Arizona, South Carolina, Kansas, Florida, and the state of Texas. So we're going to talk Lady Braves Volleyball. You can join the conversation, 601-877-6595. You can text a question, 601-301-2611. You can tweet a question, Tall Man Radio, our producer back in studio, Jamario Brooks, Charles Edmond, and ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Lady Braves head volleyball coach Melissa Robinson joining us. Coach, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. We are doing these shows here from Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium, and the reason is I have my equipment up here testing stuff out for football, which will start in, what, uh, 16 days, if I'm not mistaken. And so just testing things out. And uh, this is the first time you've been uh, yes. up here in the press box. <laughs> yes, it's actually a really nice view. I've never been up here, so this is quite an experience in itself. So, Are you a big football fan? I am. I really am. I like football. Um, I'm really what, excited. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite team? Okay, don't. Don't judge do, me. Do, do we need to stop this interview right now? Do we, do, do we need to hit? I, I, I can I can cut the audio off now, Coach. Uh, what, what is I'm, it? I'm actually a Dallas Cowboys oh, fan. Oh, my goodness gracious. I am. I am. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to say so long from uh, from Jack Spinks Stadium. We'll end this interview quite early. No, it's uh, – <laughs> How about those Cowboys? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lifelong Cowboy fan? No, actually, I just started watching them maybe about three years ago, mm-hmm. just kind of in our downtime during the season, just cut on some football, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're actually really good. Like, I can get behind this, and, of course, there's, you know, your bandwagon fans. I was kind of one of them for a while. Um, but, yeah, I just started following them, and ever since then, i just become a diehard fan. Well, you can answer the question, and, and um, the guy that does the games here who does the PA, he is a lifelong Dallas Cowboy fan. Dallas Cowboy fans think that each and every year they should win the Super Bowl, and they own the NFL. But it is. <laughs> it, it, Without it, a doubt. It, 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 <laughs> It is a little different when the Cowboys, when they had a long drought, mm-hmm. which way they weren't very good. Right. But it seems like uh, when they are good, the NFL's better for it. That's Pro right. football fans are better for it. That's right. All day, every day. We're winning it every year. You watch every game on Sunday? <laughs> I can't make it every game because we play conference games yeah. on Sunday. But when I can, I, I definitely try to try to get on and watch. So. Well, the FCC says we can continue this interview. All right. So we, <laughs> we won't hold that against you. We're here with uh, Lady Braves uh, volleyball coach Melissa Robinson. Lady Braves will open up the season next weekend, August 26th through 27th, in the Battle of the Borough. They've got some really good tournaments. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> you know, basketball teams have some nice tournaments. And so volleyball, they're gonna, you're all going to be on the road until the uh, home opener, September the 25th. So we'll, we'll get into all that. So, Coach, three and a half years in, yeah. you know, talk about your your time here. I mean, it seems like uh, – does it seem like a short time or does it seem like a long time? 
I think the COVID year kind of makes it seem so much shorter than what it is. Um, but I really enjoy my time here. You know, I think we've been able to do some really good things and just kind of advance the program a little bit more. You know, we've been able to um, put some put some um, some energy into the program and put some finances into the program. And I think that's really um, kind of what makes it to where we are now, you know, just trying to push and get better players and, you know, just advance as the conference is advancing. So um, it just keeps us a contender. And, I, and I'm, I'm appreciative of that. You talk about the cost of volleyball and scholarships and equipment. I mean, I, when I see you guys practice, I see a net, I see a, a couple of big baskets of volleyballs and a bunch of players Obviously, it's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, something that the girls are excited about is, you know, with the help of our donors and, and our fans and our supporters, you know, we were able to get a new net system this year. And so that was really big for our program. What is that? So it, it has the net. It has the antennas, the referee stand, everything that you pretty much see at the games. We're able to purchase that this year, you know, along with balls and, and just new equipment for the girls, you know, ball carts. All those things make a difference because, um, you know, you, sometimes you just want to feel like it's Christmas in July or Christmas in August, you know? Um, so the girls are really appreciative of it and they're taking care of the stuff and we're lightly putting it up. So um, it's been good. You know, it's been good. You you look at your team and obviously it was a tough year last year. You're four and 24. Mm-hmm. What were the challenges that you dealt with last year? I think just kind of bouncing back off of COVID a little bit, um, just having players that couldn't decide if they wanted to play still or not and just trying to fight through some of those mental health challenges. I think that was probably the biggest thing for us. Um, But now, you know, we're in a situation where we have some players who are ready to go. They're hungry. They want to be here. You know, they want to play. They want to put their names on the map. They want to put all corn on the map. And so I think that makes the difference of kind of where we're going now. And, you know, just the competitive level is a little bit higher. COVID hit hard. Well, I I had COVID back in February, in January, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was the day before I was supposed to go to Florida for Bethune-Cookman Family Basketball. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what I said. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. I had to cancel my trip to Florida. I had a lot on the docket. Yeah. I had, including a lot of food. Yeah, absolutely. I say that to say that last time we had an extensive interview was at the uh, SWAC uh, volleyball tournament, which at that time was in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, has now been moved to a Texas Southern, but and for those who might not have known, that year in the championship game it was Jackson State and UAPB, yep. and um, I get to the arena and I was doing the game for the Swag Digital Network. I get to the arena, I see Jackson State's players there, but I don't see UAPB's players there. Come to find out, 45 minutes before the championship match, this is for the Swag Championship. Uh, one of UAPB's players tested positive for COVID the night before, and they had to forfeit the match. Yeah. So therefore, Jackson State won the championship, and and that's you know that told you how hard this thing can hit because UAPB I thought at the time was playing was you know really playing well in the tournament. Jackson State they were kind of the the top team there, and just boom you know yeah. in, a, in, a, in a snap of a finger that kind of ended UAPB's run. So it just shows you how COVID at that time was was is still there and it's still here. That's right. You know, so, so talk about some of the things you, you're dealing with now in terms of COVID and how you're trying to limit the, the damage as much as you can. Yeah. So uh, you know, all we can do is kind of encourage our girls to get booster shots um, and just stay active in their in their vaccines. Of course, it's not a requirement, but you know, we want to protect their health. And so I know, for example, our team decided to go and get their va- their vaccines yesterday. So that was something that you know they wanted to do, and they were really you know serious about. We want to take care of ourselves, 
you know, and I'm, I'm really big on that. Just making sure that at the end of the day, you want to make sure you eat right. You want to take care of your body. You want to rehab anything that's going to help you be better, you know, than you were yesterday. That's always a plus for me. The challenges of last year, just dealing with COVID and, and you, you talked about it, the mental aspect of it. I mean, that, I think that bill's still yet to be paid off. I mean, we're yeah. still, there are a lot of folks that, because we were so tight inside and not getting out, and now things are lessening a little bit, even though it's still with us, yeah. trying to recover from that, and not everyone has. And yeah. so the challenges of trying to get back to normal, you know, just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, you never know when COVID's going to strike, right? So, you know, you never know with, you know, 13, 15 girls, you never know when someone's family's going to get it. And so their focus is more so on, okay, how can I help my family get through this? And so you kind of deal with that and then you have to make sure that the, the athlete is okay. You know, are they taking care of themselves while they're worried about their family? You know, what can we do as a staff to make sure that they're on the right track with, you know, keeping themselves up? Um, you know, we always make sure that they have the resources that they need, you know, whether they talk to a counselor um, or if they need to talk to somebody that, you know, outside of counseling. Because, you know, some people don't want to, you know, talk to counselors and that's OK, too. You know, we just want to make sure they have all the options that they can utilize to, you know, help them out through their tough times. How patient of a coach are you? A lot of coaches are patient. <laughs> A lot of coaches are patient. We know this. I mean, that's yeah. just the coaching profession. Yeah. Coaching is not a patient profession because people expect right. winning right now. It that's doesn't right. doesn't work out that way. But how as a as an individual, as a coach yourself, yeah. how patient are you? You know, I get this question a lot actually. Really? And people <laughs> surprise people are super surprised at my answer. I'm actually probably the most patient coach that you'll find. Um, I understand everything and I'm a person that likes to internalize everything. So I'm like, all right, if it's something that we need to do, let me sleep on it for a minute. Let me think about all the aspects of it. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you the answer. And so I want to always make sure I make a good decision. Um, but yeah, the turnaround of a program, it, it takes time. Like it takes time. And, you know, sometimes you want that um, new generation microwave ready type of you know answer to whatever you're doing and sometimes it just takes it takes some time so you just got to be patient through it because you know you can create some anxiety through that right coach you are okay you are the <laughs> first you. coach that I have talked to in a while that believes that it does take time because yeah. we're not in that society today when it comes to sports absolutely you are right you know it does take time and you know, when you're trying to build something great, you have to make sure all the pieces are okay. It's like playing chess. You can play checkers and you can get all these kings and all that stuff, but if the pieces don't fit or they're not moving in the direction that you need to move in, it, it takes time. We're talking with Lady Braves volleyball coach Melissa Robinson. Uh, took over March of 2019, three and a half years on the post. And some things I didn't know, Coach, you played for a former – you played yeah. for – you didn't coach. You played volleyball for a former Lady Brave, Millicent Sylvain. Yes. And Millicent. Uh, Van Norton now. Van Norton now. Yeah. Um, and so that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, small world, right? It is. <laughs> small it world. Is. Yeah, she coached me in college um, when I played at South Carolina State. Um, and an another alumni was actually our assistant coach, Danica Sutton. She played at Alcorn as well. Um, and both of them taught me pretty much everything I know now. Um, and they helped me kind of get into the coaching world, you know, just making sure I'm doing everything right, being patient, but being hard, all those things, and just creating a good environment. So, you know, it's good to always have good mentors on my side. 
She was very quiet, very unassuming, but uh, when she put the uniform on, she was ready to rock and roll. Yeah, that's that's about right. She will, <laughs> I'm telling you, we have so many stories, but she has, she's so soft-spoken, but when you know it's go time, you know it's go time with her. So, yeah. Well, what, what's, what's some of the uh, other memorable just stories about her as a – as a coach and as an administrator, I knew her as a player. Mm -hmm. So one of the best memories I think I have um, of her is when we won our championship game in 2010, I was a libero and I remember I gave her probably the hardest time with conditioning and all that. I was the player that was like, well, why do we have to do this? And so when we won, I think she was very hard on us going into it. She's like, I know we can win. You know, she believed in us. And I remember after we won, she sat down next to me and she was just like, we won with you as a libero. Like, almost like she couldn't believe it, but it was like, I get it. Like now moving on into the coaching world, like sometimes your hardest player that gives you the hardest time sometimes has the most heart. And I, I appreciate that because it lets me know that she believed in me every single part of it. Yeah. And, and a, a good, a good family person. I mean, yeah, she, she is, she's really doing some, doing some good things. Absolutely. So coming off COVID-19 and, the four win season last year, what were some of the things you were thinking about in the off season as you get ready for 2022? So for that season, we actually had seven seniors. So we were, we knew that recruiting was going to be super taxing on us, so to speak. So we're going to have to get out. We're going to have to find athletes that could help transform where we're trying to go. And, um, we did a lot of talking, even with our um, returners, just to make sure that they knew where the direction that we were trying to go, what type of teammates they wanted to have, and just create that environment for them to be able to work. And it's really paid off. It really has paid off. But that was the biggest thing of, you know, we had seven seniors. We knew we had seven to eight spots that we had to fill. We had to fill them fast, but we also had to be patient. So it kind of went back <laughs> to that a little bit um, and just making sure that, you know, we talk to parents, we sit down and we have dinner. We, you know, whatever it is that we needed to do to get them here, um, you know, we were, we were willing to do that. So. And so when you look at your roster, I mean, we talked about it at the top players from all over the country from as far west as California as far east as Florida and places in between, South Carolina, Kansas, Arizona, of course, Texas. So it obviously the, the thing that goes off in my mind immediately, we look at the roster, getting volleyball players from here in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. Is, is that a challenge? It, it is. It is a challenge. Um, I think we are with Mississippi in volleyball. It's a little bit behind, you know, the, the nation in volleyball. So it's growing. Um, however, you know, sometimes we have that hard time getting those athletes who, you know, may have already been committed to Mississippi State where they've had the resources to kind of get in front of us a couple of years in advance. Um, but, yeah, I, I think sometimes it is a challenge in the state. Um, but we're starting to get more interest um, from a lot of different areas. I know we, we're getting a lot of interest from the Biloxi area right now. So, um, But, yeah, wherever we can take it, you know, when we get e emails and phone calls, we make sure that we go through the, the rabbit hole to make sure we see everything. You know, we want to see the, 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 the playing. We want to see what position you play, if you can, you know, feel that need for us. Um, and then learn about, their, you know, who they are as people because I think that's important too. Yeah, relationships are important, and people are. I mean, especially in today's times, Absolutely. people 
getting to know people for who they are and, and kind of doing a deeper dive, more, probably more so now than it was five years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think it's important that you understand who you're coaching, not just that they can play volleyball for you because, you know, you don't want to have a transactional relationship with them. You want to be able to transform their lives, be there for them when they have their, you know, their high moments and their low moments, you know. So I think it's good to just know who they are and just kind of help them grow throughout the, the years that they're with us. Talk about the roster, Coach. 11 uh, volleyball players obviously did well last year in terms of the classroom, but and, and you talked about how you had to turn the roster over. You got a couple of veterans, including all preseason player Mackenzie Young, uh, Mullins Richard, senior of the conference just today, announced their all preseason team, and, and she was on that second team all-conference. So talk about the rest of your roster. Yeah, so we have a really young roster, so to speak. Um, we, we signed, well, we recruited eight. Um, and so that was a big class for us, like I said. Um, but coming out of um, Arizona, we have Demaya Tate, um, 6'1 middle blocker. You know, she's going to be able to add some things for us, you know, in terms of height and speed, um, being able to get a nice cut shot around the ball. That's really good for her. Um, we have actually four players, four of our freshmen are coming out of the Dallas area. Um, three of which, two of which actually played together um, on the same team. Is, three. is a Texas a hotbed for volleyball? It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fast paced. Um, and they, I mean, I would say volleyball in Texas is probably like football in Texas. It's big. It's big. It comes right after football. Um, but we got some really, we've got a really good outside um, coming out of Dallas um, and Elena uh, Armstrong. Um, she's been really knocking it out the park. So we're really excited about her. Um, we got a setter out of um, out of Nevada um, who is very, she's probably going to be our secret weapon. So I won't take, talk too much about her. Um, but she's doing really well for us. Um, another setter out of Dallas, um, six foot setter. And Alyssa Williams, um, she's going to do some really good things for us and adding some tempo and some speed to our offense. Um, we have two liberos, uh, again, one out of Dallas and one out of Miami, Florida. Um, both of them, they're small, um, but they are fast. They are fast, and so they're going to help, you know, with our first ball contact a little bit. So, um, And then we have another middle blocker, um, Kayla Williams. She's out of Dallas as well. Um, she's going to do some great, th- great things for us too. We may see her on the pin a little bit. Um, so yeah, we, we, we're working, we are working. The girls are doing really well. We have, um, a six, two outside from California, um, who's transferred in from, um, Navarro college. Um, she's going to be another one of those secret threats that we talk about a little later on in the season. And then our last one was our, uh, graduate student that we signed, um, Jadorian, uh, Taylor out of, um, Virginia state. Um, who's a really big in their conference in the CIAA. So she's going to do some really good things for us, especially on the blocking side. So so when you talk about transfers, mm-hmm. the transfer portal, yeah. every sport, that's all you're hearing, it's a transfer portal. So we know with football, basketball, the other sports, in volleyball, are you deep into the transfer portal? Are you Do you like to build your program like – I was talking with Coach Thomas here the other day, you know, building a program. I mean, are the, are the days of getting a whole bunch of freshmen and just hoping that they stay four years in that, that freshman group is now a senior group, and now yeah. you don't have to coach quite as much because they know what to expect. Right. Is that reality in softball or in today's world of recruiting, you've got to go grad transfers, transfers of the transfer portal. What, how is it now in volleyball? 
I think it's it's going to be the preference of the coach. You know, I know for me, my very first year, I went super heavy in transfers. And so you get the quick turnaround, you get the experience, um, but you also get – there's also there's always a, a, a flip side to it. You know, you have the experience, but they've been brought up in different systems, so you have to teach that as well. Um, however, in the freshman class, you know, you have – um, players that are fresh out of high school. They don't know what to expect, so you can kind of mold them a little bit better. Um, this year we chose the freshman route because it was like we want to start a foundation, we want to lay it on thick, and then maybe next year and going into the, the next few years we could add some transfers when we have a solid foundation. So I think it just depends on the coach, but um, I know for us it's it's kind of we've been kind of dipping and diving, you know, going through both. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends. And when you get that young group that sticks and stays together, you don't have to – I'm not saying you never have to coach, but they know what to expect from you. And, therefore, the other aspect of things you don't have to deal with is just the volleyball stuff. Absolutely. You're right. You know, and I think even just this year with the freshmen that we do have, they are kind of um, tight-knit with each other, and they're making sure that everybody's up at the same time, everybody's going to lunch and dinner, breakfast at the same time. Um, and they're just they're, – they're, they're coming together, and I really like that about them. Even the older girls are kind of guiding them a little bit to make sure that, hey, you're on time. We have to be here. This is what we're wearing. And so um, I'm appreciative of, of our group. You know, I think this is probably one of the groups that coaches kind of beg for. You know, it's not a whole lot of um, – it's really is none. Um, no bad energy, no attitudes, none of that. Everybody is on go. Everybody is just excited to be here. Yeah, I saw them um, in the cafeteria a few weeks ago. And just they're sitting together, just talk, having good camaraderie. Yeah. And uh, that that's always good, especially early on to build that chemistry and foundation. Absolutely. And I think for us, that was a really um, – that was key for us during the recruiting process. It's because we were trying to make sure that the personalities were matching what we already had, but they all could match together. And it, and it works, and, it, and I'm appreciative of it. We're talking with uh, Lady Braves volleyball coach Melissa Robinson. We're going to talk about the veteran – the all preseason, all conference performer coming up. We'll talk about the schedule coming up as well. You can give us a call, 601 877 You can uh, tweet a question. I'm on Twitter, Tall Man Radio. And you can text a question, 601-301-2611. We'll talk about the schedule and other matters in Lady Braves Volleyball right after this timeout. Is your bottled water lacking functionality and taste? Mm -hmm. Then try Pure Kick Energy and Hydration Powder Drink Mixes. Just add them to water. Pure Kick delivers the right balance of energy and electrolytes to fuel your passions. Plus, it not only tastes great, it's sugar-free. Try a variety of flavors like black cherry pomegranate, strawberry watermelon, blood orange, and more. Fuel your water. Fuel your passion. Head over to purekick.com to order your Pure Kick Drink Mixes now. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Mississippi Army National Guard. Aired by the Mississippi Association of Broadcasters and this station. My son Aiden has asthma. Secondhand smoke has triggered his asthma so badly, he ended up in the emergency room and spent multiple nights in intensive care. Now he's on a whole bunch of medications. My tip to you is, don't be shy about telling people not to smoke around your kids. Half of U.S. kids are exposed to secondhand smoke. 
If you or someone you know wants help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. All right, welcome back to Inside Braves Athletics. We're talking Lady Braves Volleyball with head coach Melissa Robinson. Her season gets underway next Friday as they'll be in Statesboro, Georgia. Uh, trips to Boca Raton, Florida. Coach, can I go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Montgomery, Alabama, uh, the HBCU Challenge, and then the Tennessee State Invitational. We'll talk about that. But let's talk about uh, the Lone Lady Brave coach, your veteran, Mackenzie Young Mullins. Just today, the SWAC came out with their all preseason um, team, and Mackenzie Young Mullins was named preseason all second team announced by the SWAC just today. Talk about yeah. her and what she has meant to this uh, volleyball program. You know, since she's got here, um, she's really been um, the – she's been a driving force for our leadership. And so I'm, I'm super happy to have her. I think she's done a great job of, you know, making sure that, you know, every every game she comes with her, with her A game. She's one of those players, and I love this quote. She says it every day. Make sure you're where your feet are. And so to me, that's that's kind of stuck with me as a coach because it just it lets me know that she's present in the moment and she's working hard no matter what it takes. Um, but she's been, I mean, accolades wise, she's been doing really well for us. Um, you know, she's she's from South Carolina, so as a matter of fact, I, I coached her um, her older sister when I was at a previous school, and it's it's just interesting to see her grow because I've I've known her since she's probably about fourteen. Um, but she's been doing really well for us, and, and I'm happy to have her. And you've got uh, another veteran on the team as well. Yeah. Talk about that. So um, we have we actually have three more veterans. Um, we have Jada uh, Curry, who's been with us. She actually was my first recruit here at, at um, Alcorn State. Um, she's been doing really well, very aggressive. Um, but I love that she's kind of came into her – her and McKenzie, they've come into their senior year with nothing to lose. They're like, hey, we got to get it. The fire is there. You can see it in practice. You can see it. Just how they move. They've just moved differently this year. Um, and then we have two juniors in Michaela uh, Wardlaw, who was our second scorer last year. Um, she did really, really well um, for us, and she's back, and she's ready to move. And, and then we have um, our other junior, uh, Faith Archibong, who was a middle blocker for us, who – Really, um, she's so powerful. She's going to be really good, and I'm I'm really excited for her because she's been working really hard in the off season, and just to kind of see the the transformation that she made last year um, into coming into this year, it's been really good to watch. I think she's gonna she's gonna be a contender this year for a couple awards. So I'm I'm super excited for her as well as all of them. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be competing with ourselves a lot. Um, so I'm excited about that. You, you got a lot of players, a lot of depth there, and uh, that's always a good thing to have. That's that's never a bad thing. That's absolutely – you're right. I'm in practice like, okay, I can move this person here, here, <laughs> here, here. It's always good. And, you know, I can't say that I've had that in the past. So um, I'm excited about it. I have no idea where everybody's going right now in terms of rotations, but um, I think it's a good problem to have. And obviously a lot of changes with your volleyball roster. Of course, changes in athletics. A new director of, of athletics, Renoy Didot. Um, talk with him earlier today. Just talk about the support he's given you as you get ready for your season. Yeah, absolutely. I 
he's been really good for us. I think he's been super supportive. The whole administration has been great with us, just making sure all of our travel and stuff is together, making sure that we have everything that we need so that we can be competitive. And I can't, you know, a lot of people don't have that administrative report, uh, support. And I'm so appreciative. And, you know, he has an open door policy where if I have something, I'm like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And I appreciate that he'll stop and talk to me you know, and, and make me feel important. And, you know, and, and, you know, some people don't have to do that, but I'm, I'm super appreciative of, of the help that he's given. Um, and just being interactive, you know, the girls know who he is, you know, they, they stop and talk to him and he's just, he's just been really energetic and we appreciate it. And talking with coaches, I mean, it doesn't matter at what level, all you want to do is coach. That's right. I mean, you, you, you deal with the other stuff, you deal with the X's and O's and the the Jimmy's and Joe's as they say, but that's all you want to do is just focus on, games making sure your players go to class what you're doing on the quarter on the field and that's it all the other stuff you know you want to have other people that's why you have other people including Absolutely. including your assistants and so i want to talk, talk about them a little bit coach taylor um, and just your your staff got a pretty good staff there. Yeah, so um, Coach Yancey came from us. Uh, coach Janae, she came from us from Mississippi Valley. Um, she was the head coach there and I had to get her up because, you know, I think she was looking for an opportunity to, to help. And so we've known each other for some years now, and um, but she's been really – really, really uh, beneficial and very helpful in the recruiting process. You know, just being able to bounce ideas off somebody has been great, you know, um, and she has a big ball of energy. She's, you know, she's she's a little quirky and, you know, just depending on who you ask, she's she's always good to talk to. And so um, she's been super helpful. And, and our graduate assistant, Megan um, Green, she's back um, for our second year here. She's doing great in the classroom, by the way. Um, but, you know, just her and just keeping us together from the operational standpoint, she's been doing an awesome job and just helping with practice and being there for the girls. It's been a really um, a really family-like environment, and they're helping us create that, and I, and I really appreciate them. Just being around you and just being around the team somewhat in just the environment, you, you, you do keep it loose. You do yeah. keep it light. And you do keep it fun. I don't, I don't remember times in which there's not smiles on players' yeah. faces. And yours, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, you want to keep a good environment because you don't want people to be miserable, you know. Yeah. It's so much other things going on around the world. And so when you can step in the gym and just be happy that you're there and you're getting better, I think, you know, that to me that goes a long way. Well, let's talk about your, your schedule. Um, I think it's a great schedule to the – the uh, Bash in the Borough, Statesboro, Georgia, yeah. the Georgia Southern Tournament next Friday, August 26th and 27th, then the Paradise Classic that's Boca Raton, Florida, yeah. and then the HBCU uh, Challenge in Montgomery, and then the Tennessee State Invitational. So Nashville, Montgomery, Alabama, Boca Raton, Florida, and the Bash in the Borough. So right. Talk about those tournaments. I'm sure that's going to be a lot of fun, but a lot of competitive volleyball. Lots of competitive volleyball. But I think, um, I know for our very first game, we play um, University of South Carolina Upstate. That's actually where Mackenzie Young Mullins played before she came to us. So she's super excited to play against our old school. I know that's going to mean a lot to her. But just the competitiveness in all the tournaments. You know, I know the girls, for us, especially from a recruiting standpoint for the Florida tournament, um, just to be able to put our name out there and be able to see some, you know, athletes while we're out there. But we play some really, really strong teams that are going to help us definitely prepare for conference, um, especially with, you know, I'm really excited about the HBCU Classic because we play my alma mater in South <laughs> Carolina State. So it just gives everybody something to kind of look forward to. Um, and then some of these schools that we've played, you know, 
they were recruiting some of our athletes. So it's good to kind of see, you know, them go out and just have nothing to lose and just put it all out there on the floor. How about the travel? You, you talk about the logistics and all. Just, you know, how tough is that going to be from Statesboro, Georgia, to Boca Raton, then back up to Montgomery and then Nashville? Yeah, we are moving every Thursday. We are moving, <laughs> getting on. <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's been good. Is it is it hard to put a schedule together, a non conference schedule? Are teams do teams call you, coaches call you? Is it a struggle to put a non conference schedule together? Yeah, I think for volleyball, the first four weekends are always the hardest because you're going to travel a little bit. You always try to want to stay close to home just because it just makes sense logistic wise. But sometimes you have to, you know, put yourself out there or sometimes they reach out. You know, we we got invited to a lot of tournaments, really, especially on the West Coast this year. Um, But just logistically, it just didn't make sense for two days to, you know, go across the country and come back because you're going to spend more time traveling than you are actually playing. Um, but yeah, we get reached out to, and, and sometimes we try to reach out to see what's near so we can play in front of our home base sometimes. So the old misses, the Mississippi States, the USLs, the Mississippi colleges, the Delta States of the world, are those easy games or easy tournaments to get into? There are actually a few of the harder tournaments to get into, really? believe it or not, because they, sometimes they reach out of state. Um, you know, last year we were able to go, I think it was maybe two years ago now, we were able to go to Southern Miss. Um, so that was a good tournament. And But then there's also the, the coach turnarounds. You know, some coaches leave, some coaches stay, so they may not be familiar. And so sometimes it takes two years for them to reach out to us, and that's fine, or to get back to us. So it just kind of depends on the year and kind of what's going on in the market. What, uh, what, what excites you about this upcoming season? I am excited to uh, have a team that is excited to be here. I think that, to me, it gets me happy. It gets me excited that they want to work hard and they want to put Alcorn on the map. Mm. I think that makes me probably the most happiest of anything else. Um, And, you know, they're just going after it. They're going after it more than I've seen um, in the in the last few years, and I, I can't ask for a different team. I'm I'm super excited. After doing that uh, that volleyball tournament in Birmingham, how <clears> – of <throat> course, in basketball, the physicality, but in volleyball, it is just unbelievable. The, the spikes yeah. and how, I mean, that ball is coming at you probably over 100 miles an hour. <laughs> I mean, it's just – if you're, you get hit in the face, get hit in the head, and yeah. you're just trying – you're running for cover. I mean, you can't. you got to find a way to block it. But that's – That's right. It is really amazing just the strength, the agility, how you have to jump quickly, jump high, and how you have to defend and protect yourself yeah. and try to keep the ball in play. Right. All that. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> got to process all that. That That's not easy, yeah. Coach. You're right. It's not. And sometimes it's hard to find those athletes that can. It's a lot about reflexes. It's about, you know, are you comfortable with a ball coming at you 50 miles an hour? <laughs> Is it 50? It, yes. Sometimes it's 50. It just depends on what level you're playing at. Also, I'm over. When I say 90, it just, it just looks like it's 90. It looks, yeah, it looks like it's 90, but it's coming. I know a serve, for example, which is probably one of the slower balls. Yeah. Those are coming in at about 38 to 42 uh, miles per hour. Okay. So it just depends on, you know, the level and the taller they get, the faster the game gets. So it just depends. So the players that do the jump serve, mm-hmm. how fast is that ball? That's come probably up? coming about 40 miles per hour. Oh, so it's not it just, well, it just, yeah, looks, it looks, it looks super fast, but when you're behind it, it's come. It seems like you only have, you probably only have 1.5 seconds to react to it. That's that's unbelievable, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you 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 look really comfortable and relaxed, and yeah. all the hard work and all the recruiting, all the new players, all the new faces, trying to make that mesh 
Um, it all it all comes fruition. That's right. That's right. That's all I could ask for. Coach, we really appreciate you coming on, and uh, we're going to post this in a little bit and, okay. uh, to give folks a chance to really get a feel for Lady Braves Volleyball. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. That's Lady Braves Volleyball coach Melissa Robinson joining us. Three and a half years on the post, and uh, she played for a former Lady Brave who was a player here, Millicent Sylvain. Whoa, what a good story there. Seven freshmen, uh, veteran group especially, uh, all-conference second team, Mackenzie Young-Mullins. The conference announced that uh, that unit just today. So we appreciate Coach Robinson coming on. Up next here in the next few days, we got a couple of good interviews coming up here. We talked on football, offense, defense. Now we're going to get special teams perspective on Monday at 530. We're going to have special teams coach Lane Powell join us live. So you can uh, ask questions, your questions, comments, texts, and tweets. And then we're going to talk again with Alcorn Athletics Director Renoy Dedeau. He'll join us live. A lot has happened since our first interview just a couple of months ago. A lot to talk about as we get ready for football season, which is just right around the corner. 16 days from today, we'll be kicking off the season. So we'll be talking about season tickets, tickets, and all of that with A.D. Renoy Dedeau live Monday at 6 o'clock. So Lane Pilot 530. A.D. Renoy Dedeau at 6 o'clock. Hope you can join us. That'll do it for Inside Braves Athletics with Lady Braves volleyball coach Melissa Robinson. For our producer, Jamario Brooks, I'm Charles Edmond. Glad you can join us here on 91.7 WPRL and WPRL.org. We'll talk to you soon. So long.